Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie, where I don't care if you have a diagnosis or you don't. I'm going to teach you how to get behind the cause of your symptoms, and I'm going to do it with those normal labs. I would be very grateful if you could simply write a review and let me know what you've learned by listening to this podcast and share it with your friends. In fact, if you write a review, I'd like to thank you for it. Head over to drkylieburton.com backslash crack your thyroid code. I have a 60 minute workshop I'd like to give you for free. All just simply because you left a review. Take a look at it and figure out why your thyroid labs are normal, yet you still have all the symptoms. Let's dive into today's episode. Here we go. Dr. Greg works specifically with autoimmune diseases and Lyme disease. Today, we're going to talk all about Lyme disease. And without further ado, Dr. Greg, take over. Dr. Kylie, so good to be here. We have chatted before. You and I are, we share a lot of uh, common interests and we go back like lawn chairs. We've been uh, friends for a long time. <laughs> it seems like it's been a decade, but it's like, oh, what, been two or three years? <laughs> Only been two or three years. However, gosh, it's, uh, you know, with, with the heart of a healer and the conversation to get people well, you become good friends quickly. So it's an honor to be on, our, on, on today. And I just, my, my hope for today is simply this that people can gain some clarity, some understanding, can glean off of my almost 20 years of experience of playing in this world. And ultimately, it's hope because what I deal with for a lot of people is kind of a dark place and there's not a lot of answers and there's it's a, it's a stressful place to be in many cases. So my hope is that if there's good questions, throw them out there, we'll answer them, hopefully give you some understanding of how what we test and what we look for and the approach and how functional medicines approach, not against the traditional approach, though how functional medicines approach uh, truly is different. I mean, did some research the other day and the Harvard uh, Medical School, so the medical approach to treating Lyme disease, acute Lyme disease is antibiotics. And their approach is months and months of antibiotics. So the, the Harvard Medical School came out recently and said that the Lyme spirochetes, the Borrelia spirochetes, become resistant to antibiotics and get this, 72 hours. What? Right. <laughs> now, that's a bold statement. And that is from one of the top allopathic approaches in the world, literally. And they just said, sorry, um, your 60-day, your 90-day regimen in three days is done. And why that's, why that's important for us to know is that the a so it's never just a single component within Lyme or chronic infection. There's multiples. There's co-infections. We'll talk about that today. But those little suckers are smart, and uh, there's actually videos where they can actually sense an antibiotic and put themselves into a different state or phase of which the antibiotic can't touch them. A people a person feels better, however, it's still there. So Lyme is called the great imitator, and there's a good reason for it because it uh, it 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 brings its friends with. And uh, it's a tough one to work with. However, when you realize what we're up against, which is the most important part of this, when you truly understand that this is not a hundred yard dash, this is a, an ultra marathon, it changes people's perspectives. And that's how, and then, then we take the functional medicine approach, which is not a, a bandaid for a bullet wound. 
And then we are able to walk a person through the journey, understanding side effects and Herx reactions and drainage issues. And it just gives us a much better understanding. So walk us through the process of what if people think that they have Lyme or they get a test of Lyme and it comes back negative. Teach us about the process of getting that diagnosis and what what it would look like if you think you need to walk down that road. Okay, that's a that's that's a weekend seminar uh, in one question. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Answer that. So I live in Minnesota. I treat people here locally, and I'm also blessed to treat people literally around the world because this is not a Eastern American disease as though originally thought in the 1970s. So I have local people that have gone to Western medical doctors and they said, if you don't, if you didn't have the bullseye rash, it's impossible for you to have Lyme. So there's nothing further from the truth of that. And this is, so I'm just going through some of my research here. This was University of Central Florida just came out and said they found Lyme in mosquitoes. So we now know that any, and this is a horrible word to say, but any blood-sucking uh, <laughs> insect can carry a tick-borne illness. We're and not thinking just a tick itself. We're thinking mosquitoes, mosquitoes as well. Please, bed bugs, these oh, things man. all carry Lyme. Okay, so the person has, so an, an acute infection is pretty obvious, especially if you have a deer tick bite because it comes with a bullseye rash. Now, according to the research, less than 20% of people actually had the bullseye rash. Yet, this is like last week in my practice, I had a person that we actually did the proper testing on. They came back with chronic Lyme disease and they were told by their doctor, if you didn't have the bullseye rash, it's impossible for you to have Lyme disease. And so then this person was told that all of their myriad of symptoms, joint pain, brain fog, autoimmune disease is, sorry, it's, it's, it's and, and really your numbers are fine. So the person usually finds me years after a crazy journey, and this is no, no different than any functional medicine doc. We just mm -hmm. seem to attract the chronic infection world, especially with autoimmunity. And they bring me, um, and Dr. Kylie, you get this, they bring me a, a you know, hundreds of pages of labs yep. and a spirit that's downtrodden, a spirit that says, I, I know there's something not right with me. I know that I know, yet, yet I'm being told by the experts that I'm fine. And, and if you're listening to this right now and that resonates with you, I just, again, my hope is that we can give you some understanding. I hope that you're like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. Thank goodness. And, uh, and even throughout our conversation, hopefully we can give some tips and tricks along the way um, so that we can get there. So people walk into our place. And the first thing that I do is number one, I look at the history. Like we look at like, when did this start? What was going on? And then they usually bring a notebook full of blood labs. And the big thing about like what Dr. Kylie and I do in the world of functional medicine is we have such a different lens that we look at these labs through. I mean, I've Many ways to explain it, but Western medical doctors, number one, it's an average between an 18 and a 50-year-old, and the averages are getting bigger over time. And they're looking for a disease. They're looking for a, an ICD-10 diagnosable disease that then they can use one of their tools with, right? Drugs or surgery, and then appropriately manage that person. Where in functional medicine, we look for more ideal function. So, so our ranges are so much smaller. So we love the old lab work because we have a fresh lens to look at old numbers. And then what it does for us is it, for example, like I see, I see, so in my world, and I don't mean to be morbid, you have chronic infection until I prove you otherwise. And when you look for it, you see it. And that's obviously the people that we attract is those that have that. And both Dr. Kelly and I have kind of gone through the world of 
fixing hormones and weight loss. And the reality is functional medicine's goal is the root cause. You and I both are numbers oriented. We love, 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 love blood work. And then just that regular blood work you have, ladies and gentlemen, can determine your infections. Right. And him and I could talk about this for hours on end and we, we shoot each other forth back and forth labs that we get from patients because it's like Christmas morning for us. We're geeks when we get these labs in. But he's downright honest and will depict, determine, get underneath the root of everything going on, no matter how chaotic your story is. We get a lot of, so I practice about 75 or so plus or minus miles from the Mayo Clinic. And we get straight up what we call Mayo Clinic dropouts. They've been there, they've done all the testing and they're like, I'm, they said I'm fine and I'm not. So number one is I talk about the art uh, and the science of functional medicine. So the science we like, we just talked about numbers. We're number geeks, numbers don't lie. We don't guess, we test. And even in the world of Lyme diagnosis, let's talk about that. So the traditional medical world uses two tests. One's called the ELISA test and the other one's called the Western blot test. And you would be surprised how many people have, have walked into our clinic that have all of these signs and symptoms. However, they have a negative test and they are downtrodden, depressed. What I can tell you is if you've had these tests and they are negative, um, there's still a strong chance that you could still have one of the multitude of uh, possible Lyme infections or co-infections. Unfortunately, those medical tests, if you're listening to this, are less than 50% sensitive. What that means is if you have Lyme and you got this test and it says you don't have it, I'm sorry, we could have flipped a coin and got the same answer. So one thing I love about functional medicine is it's, it's still a young profession and we're growing like mad, even in the understanding. So there's now lab testing available to us. So a typical ELISA or Western blot test looks at about five to 10 markers or bands we now have testing available to us that measures hundreds of either IgG or IgM or PCR. I know I just gave you big words that probably went over the top of your head, but the reality is we are we have testing that is over 99% sensitive now. So what I need to tell you though is we don't always jump to this very sensitive testing. Uh, where Dr. Kylie and I start is the the simple the simple testing, and it's simple, but we look at it through a complex lens. So we want to take a look at your immune system and we simply look at your CBC. And I've heard Dr. Kelly say this a hundred times. So look at, look at your CBC, look at the WBC, the very top number on that bad boy. And if that number is greater than eight, you have an acute active infection happening right now in your body and your body's fighting, which is great. However, unfortunately, in probably 85% plus of the people that walk into my place, that number is five or less. And what that means is there's a chronic infection happening. So I love it when you and I speak the same language. I, I feel smart because I'm like, yes, I'm at his level. <laughs> well, I think I think people really need to understand, especially with the state of the, the pandemic and what's happening right now, is to really understand the immune system. So I like war analogies. So the way that I explain it to people and they really get it is this. So if your immune system is functioning properly, you park out between five and eight. That's kind of like your happy zone. And then let's say all of a sudden that there's a, an invasion of, a, of an enemy. So your, your body's immune system deploys its troops. So it launches the white blood cells. And that's why the white blood cells will spike high 
when there's an active infection. And if they can do their job, they kill the enemy, the virus, the parasite, the infection, the mold, the fungus, and then they return back to five to eight saying, hey, I'm ready for what's next. What happens though, unfortunately, is there's an invasion by an intruder and the intruder has numbers and power. So we spike that, that mount of our white blood cells and we are not able to do the job necessary. And we start taking some heat and we start to lose troops. So, we're no, so the infection's still there, but we don't even have the troops anymore to do what we're supposed to do. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is, is a immunology 101 of chronic infection. And then what happens then, you are what we would like to call immunocompromised, which means you're kind of a sitting duck. And that's the state where I see things like autoimmune system and autoimmunity come and set up shop. The reality, though, is we have to figure out the root cause. We have to go as upstream as we possibly can and ask, well, what are those infections? And, and how are they impacting the body? And where are they in the body? And that's the journey. That's the ultra marathon of managing a Lyme case. So cool. When you talked about the lab tests and how they're so sensitive, now give us a little bit more details on where we could find a lab test. We need to go some, through somebody like you. Right. I, I wish that you could just uh, like go to your local lab and say, hey, I need this ultra sensitive test. One thing that's really important about labs is this. Numbers are just numbers until they're interpreted. So why Dr. Kylie and I have literally given our lives to this crazy thing called functional medicine is, is we make sense of the science. And that's where I talked about the, the art of functional medicine. So the science is easy. Like, like we've actually written papers and I teach doctors and so does Dr. Kylie on how to read labs the way that we read labs. That's the easy part. I've actually written a piece of software. That's how easy it can be. But it's the art. The art of functional medicine is where the magic comes into play. Because yes, we have a person that has some messed up physiology and biochemistry, but with that person comes emotions and trauma and limiting beliefs and support systems or lack thereof. And we have to figure out with the tools that they have and the willingness and the finances and all of those things, with the tools that they have, how can we take their tools, our expertise, and mutually get to the finish line? And that's the, that's the art of functional medicine. I mean, I had, I had a gal here just last night and I used to be kind of like the belly flop in the deep end kind of guy. I'm like, hey, if, if I need you to do this diet, then just start now. Like, what's, what's the point? Like, why don't you just stop everything that you're doing and jump in? And I realized not everyone operates that way. So, so with this young woman, we're starting with just decreasing her load of noodles or mashed potatoes and increasing her amount of healthy fats and proteins. And part of me is like, oh, this is crazy. However, no one's ever taken the time with this person to take them through the journey to get well. So that's the, the art of it is so, so important. Gosh, yesterday I had another client here and we legit did marriage therapy because I mean, with chronic infection and chronic disease, it's stressful. I used to do a ton of work with kids on the autistic spectrum. There's like a 90 plus percent divorce rate of the parents that have a child that's on the autistic spectrum. It's stressful. So if we're not addressing those things, now I'm not a therapist, I'm not a trauma specialist. I just have an appreciation for it and a, and a bit of an understanding, but that's part of the journey of this thing. So if you've been diagnosed with Lyme disease or you're curious about Lyme disease or have an autoimmune disease, you probably like, yep, this all makes perfect sense to me. 
Yeah, I think with any type of chronic illness, whether you have a name to it or you don't, it is going to take a toll on your relationships. Even infertility takes a huge toll on relationships and can cause divorce as well. So don't play this off, ladies and gentlemen. Like you can get the help. They help us out there. You got to find, I love how he'd mentioned your lab is only as good as whoever's reading it. And that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter who takes the lab, who orders it. But if you can get the right person to interpret the lab, that's where the answers come from. And like you said, both him and I are teaching doctors how to do this because it is so powerful. Yeah, and it is it is powerful. And also it's so rewarding for us to see these docs. And, and, and respectfully, there's not a lot of good functional medicine training. I mean, typically it's a, it's a supplement company that wants to pitch their product. So they just tell you how to use their stuff. Well, yeah, we need to use stuff. However, no company has everything that's needed. And, and I'm sorry if someone's associated with a supplement company and is listening to this, but that's the truth because our biochemistry is so diverse we all have different budgets. We all have different physiology. We all have different exposures and infections. Like, come on. So the job of Dr. Kylie and I is to have as big of a toolbox as possible. So you like walk into a mechanic and if the entire back wall is a toolbox, you're like, I'm probably in the right place because there might be a time where we open up that one drawer and there's only one situation for it. For example, uh, Dr. I messaged Dr. Kylie two days ago, roughly. And I said, I have this patient that is so sensitive she can barely take a drop of a very mild product. Like, what are your thoughts? And she's, and so we discussed how, and she's like, oh my gosh, I have like the same person right now. <laughs> and, and here's what I'm doing and here's what I'm finding. So it's not just like I, the beautiful thing about having people like Dr. Kali in my life is I don't feel like I'm on an island by myself doing my own thing. And like I, we, when I get those texts, I'm like, yes, he trusts me. I'm like, oh. know my stuff. <laughs> and I oh, sent him texts too, like, look at these labs. I don't know what to do with this iron panel. What do you do? Collaboration is so important. So I love when I can sit down with a client and say, there's going to come a time when you're going to throw me a curveball and I'm not going to know what to do. However, what I can tell you is I have a group of docs that I've surrounded myself with that I trust that, that love and care for me. And we can throw things off each other and just serve people well, because I, I believe I'm on earth to help people reveal their potentials. And and I've seen lives and marriages and relationships be ravaged with the effects of chronic infection and Lyme disease. And I love when people, I mean, I, I do get these almost every day where someone's like, guess what I was able to do? Or I'm, I'm so grateful. Uh, actually, I got a photo the other day of a person where we took caffeine completely out of her diet for a short period of time. And every morning she does a Bible study with her husband and they have a, a little cup of coffee. And she's like, that's a really a sweet part for me. However, in my journey, I'm willing to, to step aside of that and we got her to a point, I make my people do 90 days of fairly strict dietary work to kind of just get triggers out. So we reintroduced it after 90 days. And she's like, oh my gosh, like number one, it felt good to share that time with my husband. And number two, like I had zero adverse side effects, which I've, which I've always been impacted by before. So it's also the trust that they have in us and also to be willing to do the job. So if you're listening to this, you're like, oh my gosh, I've got this and I want to do the right thing. Here's the scoop. I lovingly need to tell you, there's got to be a willingness to be coached. There's got to be a willingness to be compliant. And what I mean by compliant is it doesn't mean that you're a perfectionist. And many of you listening to this maybe are the perfectionist. You're like, oh, I tried that and I did it 100% and it didn't work. And that's why functional medicine is multifactorial. It's not just a diet. It's not just a supplement program. It's not just breathing and meditation. It's the forest full of trees. It's we, not just a weekend seminar. Like you have to dedicate 
right. time and time and time. And it's multiple seminars, it's multiple conversations. I mean, I've been blessed because like Dr. Greg has been in my life for the last three years. He, We ran into each other. Here's a funny story. He lived in Utah for what, four or five, maybe six months? Five months we were there. Yeah. And I was down about an hour and a half from my house at a track meet with my brother. We decided to go to this restaurant. Well, strangers, complete strangers, started up a conversation. Here we are three years later. And yeah, he moved I, away out of Utah. Talking to your mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was talking to my mom and dad. I was in the car feeding my kid. And my, which is funny because my parents don't start up conversations. So the, the fact that this conversation even began was, is priceless. You know, it's a divine intervention is what I call it. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I think they're talking straight to me, you're right. Uh, I believe that we don't, things don't happen by chance. I didn't happen to be in front of this um, amazing buffet restaurant and happen to talk to these random people from Northern Utah. Like there was, there was an appointment that was meant to happen inside of that. And I believe that I lovingly, I get to work mostly with females because females actually have the gumption to say something's wrong. If I get a guy that shows up, usually it's not good because it's-, yeah, I, it's I had a guy the other day, he came in with extremely high testosterone pellets. I mean, his testosterone was gone and he was on very, very high T pellets. And I looked at his labs, I'm like, it's autoimmune. It has nothing to do with testosterone. That's just the result. And it blew his mind and his wife was like, what? I was like, yes, yeah, see, men can get help too. It's just- they got to ask. I had that same guy walk into my place. He went to a, and I'm not against these places. However, I kind of don't agree with them. He went to the hormone optimization clinic and he showed me his labs and his testosterone was 1500. I'm like, yeah, it's not quite where you need it. Ran the labs and his symptoms were very neurological. So I was like, why did they put you on testosterone? Long story short, we found out that this guy has something called neuro borreliosis, which is essentially where the Borrelia infection attacks the brain. So I was like, I don't see where testosterone at 1400 is going to do you any good. And he's like, I got you, doc. I trust you. He's actually from New Zealand originally yet. it's And I'm not trying to put those things down yet. Root cause. I mean, I think every single person that I talked to would agree with the concept of root cause. Yet the work that we do is, is unequivocally a heck of a lot harder than here, let's do this injection and you'll be good. I wish sometimes, there's times I wish that I was a mechanic. Like, uh, hey, your alternator is bad, two bolts and a wire harness and voila, you're good. Yet, I mean, I would be bored out of my mind after a half a day in a mechanic shop replacing alternators because I love the journey. I love the conversation. I love I love when a, when a woman says to me, hey, you know, I kind of got my husband doing some of this stuff too. And by the way, he's down 25 pounds. And I was like, oh, how does that make him feel? She's like, that's awesome. And, and thank you for blessing not just me, but our family. And um, the reality for me, it's, it's really about legacy. Because when I help somebody, I sat down with my director of operations, Jen, um, several months ago. And the question was, well, what do we do? Like, what, why are we here? Why are we doing this? This is hard work. We're dealing with, with really sick people. Um, and we realized that, so we created this little phrase and it, it says, we create epic family reunions. So like, what is it like? Who do you want to be at a family reunion? How, the, the active mom, the active aunt, the, the grandma that's chasing the grandbabies around because so many people- Favorite being, uncle. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. They're being robbed of those things. So when I'm, when I'm in the trenches and I'm fighting for somebody and I've got somebody on my shoulders and I'm walking them through a journey, like that's, what I, that's what's reminded of me is there's legacy at stake. There's life at stake here. And yet that person wants to, wants, needs to want it 
as bad as I do because Dr. Kyle, we've always, we've had these, these people are like, yeah, because some people become their disease. They become like, it's just who they are. They become identified with Hashimoto's or infertility or my hormones are off. And then there's this thing called Parkinson's law that says like, you love your captor. Uh, it's actually proven through like the Vietnam War when our people actually loved their captor. So that's one thing we have to be mindful of is have you, has this changed your identity? How do you talk to yourself? Do you say, hey, my, my name is Greg and, and, and I have Lyme because then it's really a part of you. And then sometimes the question is, do you really want to get rid of it? Or Dr. Kyle, you've heard me talk about my book that I'm writing called The Poopy Diaper Syndrome. We condition people how to respond to us in our current state. So if we're ill and it requires attention and requires this work, sometimes we get used to that and our, and our spouse or our loved ones know how to respond to us because we've conditioned them. So if we get well and we become more independent, sometimes we're like, what are they going to respond to me differently? So I just want you, no one would ever say like, oh yeah, that's totally me. But sometimes when we get down to the conversations, we talk about sabotage. We talk about how people might be holding up their journey. So there's, again, lots of factors inside, inside the Lyme world. One in five Lyme patients will develop autoimmune. So if you've been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, in my opinion, it would be wise to seek out a functional medicine doctor and ask the question, do I have, like, what is even the underlying component of autoimmunity? Let me explain autoimmunity just a little bit to help people get this. So the Western medical definition is your immune system has gone rogue and it's attacking itself. What I have found in functional medicine through some great seminars and hanging around people like Dr. Kylie is your immune system is overwhelmed because of infection. And much like in war, we use the term friendly fire. And for whatever reason, your, your brain looked like an antibody or, your, or looked like an infection. So your body throws a bullet towards something that's not the bad guy. And in medicine, we call it autoimmunity. And in functional medicine, we say that your immune system is overwhelmed. So what happens with that, again, is what is the infection? What are we going after? And some people, I find that there's two groups of people that do advanced Lyme testing. Now, it's, I do, I, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. One thing about our clinic is we're very transparent about pricing and the costs and everything because I never want someone to say to me down the road, hey, Dr. Greg, like, how come you didn't tell me about that? Like, that would have been good to know. So we're super transparent. We're super forthright because we want someone to understand like if, I, if you have to stop halfway through this, we maybe shouldn't start because once we open a Pandora's box, like we are in and we are trucking, we have to clean out. Once you open that cabinet to that closet, that door to that closet and you start emptying it out, you've got to get to the back of that thing. So I find there's two groups of people that will jump to Lyme testing very early on. By the way, Dr. Kylie and I can tell if there's infection with very simple blood testing. Now, the very simple blood testing doesn't tell us if it's Borrelia or Bartonella or Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, but it'll tell us if there's an infection. And when there's an infection, I think it's important for our listeners to know about co-infections. What that means is they travel in groups. So I tell people, if you got a parasite, you got a virus. If you got a virus, you got a mold. If you got a mold, you got a spirochete. Like they, it's, it's part of what happens inside the system. And so there's two groups I find. So group number one is the person that has probably, by the time they get to me, they've been to a handful of what I would consider functional clinicians, whether they're trained in chronic infection or not, they've tried certain things. And they're like, you know what? I'm, I'm done messing around. I need to know what the hell I'm dealing with. Like I'm done walking down a country road with the possibility that we might be going after something. So the peace of mind uh, is number one. And then number two, I mean, just respectfully, sometimes we have people that, that finances necessarily isn't the object. They're like, no, just, just run the test, man. Like, 
like I'm not, we're not going to nickel and dime this thing. I'm, I need to know what's going on. And um, when we run the testing, so again, like a, a Western blotter ELISA is about 10 markers. The test that we run is almost 200 markers. And then I also typically will run what's called a mycotoxin test along with a Lyme test. So what is a mycotoxin? By the way, there's mold everywhere. So if we're like, oh my gosh, I got exposed to mold. Oh, that means you just breathe the air outside of your room. The question is there are molds that are not good for us. And when they come into our body, they form what's called a mycotoxin. So then that mold can become toxic in a, inside of our body. I just tested a 44-year-old um, a female and she tested positive for something called stachybotrys. And that's a fancy term for black mold. And we did all of the research. She was exposed 30 years ago. Uh, because we tested our current home, they tested their previous home. So some of these things can hang around too. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I, was, I haven't been in mold for a long time, your body can still hang on to those things. So we typically will do mycotoxin testing along with the Lyme testing. And then goodness, we, we get a huge picture as to what's going on. Talk to us a little bit about the mold concept. How do we find it? How, what, are we, what are signs of it? How do we test for it? Okay. So I'm learning a lot about this right now. I thought I knew a lot and then I realized that I don't know jack squat. So one of the things that a lot of doctors are doing now is they're actually doing what's called a provocation test. So they're actually like, they're giving the person a something, a supplement or something to actually expose any mold that might be in their body. And typically what they're giving that person is something that breaks down biofilms. Oh my gosh, again, here's another weekend seminar. The, the gist of a biofilm is your body many times tries to sequester, like shove into the corner and then cover it, cover an infection. And what it covers it with is something called a biofilm. And by the way, that's why we don't do poop testing anymore for parasites is because the body's got them sequestered. They have access to your bloodstream, but not the fecal material. So the ONP, the gold standard test, almost always comes back negative. So the body protects these things. So uh, a mycotoxin test is a, is a urine test. And what I'm now learning is we can actually give someone a, a provoking agent. Now, I can respectfully tell you, I've never done a provoking agent and I've got some crazy results. So if I get crazy results without poking the bear, like I'm probably dealing with some pretty crazy situations. So what we're testing for, again, is the presence of the toxic component, even what can happen neurologically in your body. So again, this woman was exposed to black mold. She inhaled it. And then that, inf that mold infection started to grow inside of her body. So where does it sh set up shop? Well, think about it. When you breathe something into your lungs, every time you take a breath, your lungs do a gas exchange. It's absolutely amazing when you understand what happens inside the body. So, so if it could take a molecule of oxygen, could it take a spore of mold? And the answer is unfortunately, yes. So the exposure that we had now, this woman was exposed 30 years ago. Like, how could that still be impacting her? Well, if you don't address something appropriately, it hangs out and it becomes resistant and it can impact us neurologically. Now, unfortunately, this middle-aged female also had chronic Lyme disease. And again, she had been to years and years of functional medicine practice prior to this. And we actually started her on her first protocol the other day. And she's like, dude, this is a lot for me. Like, are you trying to kill me? So when you actually go after something, like we have to be super careful because the products that we use are very potent. And when you're going after the right thing, you're going to feel something different. So, I mean, if you're, if you're I always like, oh. tell patients, like your body's doing work, you're going to feel it. And a lot of people have taken stuff and like, eh, 
ah, I don't know. I'm like, you're taking the wrong stuff. So, I mean, and respectfully, you get what you pay for in the supplement world. I mean, I get what you pay for in a lot of cases in this world. So there's there's not that many good supplement companies. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. And, the, and Actually, I mean, Paja, I, ha- I had a Facebook ad come across my Facebook feed that literally said, we will teach you how to brand your own supplement company so you can sell supplements and have a company. Seriously, they're going to, they're producing an ad to anybody in the general public that can go build a supplement company. It's that bad. So you guys know that are listening to this. So a couple of the companies that both Dr. Kali and I use, their science lab is somewhere, and I don't know the exact numbers, but probably somewhere in the ballpark of five to $10 million of equipment in their lab and their quality control and their testing, there's no way that some Joe on the street doctor could say, I'm gonna start my own line because the amount of money involved in the science is, it's completely over the top. So that's why we use different products. We use different dosages. Uh, we have stuff that's based off of labs and clinical experience. And that's really where the, the magic of functional medicine comes in is you essentially have an expert in your back pocket that you can ask questions of, that you can glean off of their information. And ultimately, what our clients tell us is, I get to stop going on Google and searching symptoms. I get to stop going on Google and figure out what the hell I'm supposed to do. Dr. Greg, it makes me, it gives me such peace to know that you've got this. So that's one of the things. So we, we're different than some clinics. We do one-on-one care in our clinic. And when a person, when we accept a patient, and I wish I wish we could accept everybody, Dr. Kylie, but I, I joke, I tell people, I'm Greg, not Jesus. I can't fix everything. So I, number one, I wish I could fix everyone, but I can't. So one of the most profound start- things you said to me at some point in my life was, last time I checked, your initials were KB, not JC. Not JC, yep. And that's important for us to know. What I can tell you guys is, is Dr. Kylie and I have, we have a pressure to know everything. There's a pressure as a doctor to have every answer. There's a pressure as a doctor to know absolutely everything. And that's completely unfair. I mean, it's, it's, we're not the Messiah. That's not the goal of this. Though, it's accessibility. And it's the ability to research. I mean, I told my patient, I have a colleague in Utah. I'm going to ask these questions of, and I'm going to get back to you. They're like, perfect. What they didn't say is, oh, oh, I thought I hired someone that knew everything. Like, come on, like that's not, that's not realistic. So, so what we do is when we accept a patient, so we start off by, by doing a free discovery call just because number one, I need to know who you are, what you got going on, where you've been and limitations to the journey. So I need you to be able to ask some questions of me. I need to ask some questions of you. I need to understand your support system, what you've tried. I need to make sure that you're a good fit. And then from there, then we, we bring people into a journey with us and we run labs or we look at their old labs, we do both. And then when the initial step with us or once they're kind of inside the, the family is people actually have unlimited access to my team and I. So what that means, and I actually have worked with some functional medicine doctors who are like, you do what? <laughs> how do you do that? And are you crazy? And how do you see more than five patients doing that? So I have an amazing team that makes me look really good and really smart and really organized. And the reality is um, we have the right people in the right place. So if you're a patient or a client of ours, you have unlimited access to our team, which means you can send us a message, you can get on a Zoom, you can get on a phone call. If you're local, you can sit down in a chair. And what that gives people is peace of mind. And I hate when someone says, well, I had a question for you and I didn't want to bother you. So I didn't say anything. And I'm like, wait, wait, you've paid us money to bother us. We need to know those things on the fly. I get photos from grocery stores like, hey, is this, is this, is this the stuff I'm supposed to get? Uh, like from a food standpoint. So that journey that we take is different than a lot of people. However, with 
the population that we serve with chronic infection in Lyme, if I said, oh, you have access to me once a month, I'm sorry. You're, you're going to feel like you're on an island by yourself. And every once in a while, you get to throw up a smoke signal. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a big, big, big journey. I know some of my guys, they get the my text number, but I'm very different than you, the way I've got things set up. So, which is totally fine. Good for both areas. But um, where can they schedule an appointment with you? So a little pitch for myself, a little shameless pitch. So if you go to drgreg.health and somewhere in there, you'll see schedule a free call, jump in there. Um, we tell you it's 15, 20 minutes. It usually turns into 30 because I like to talk and I like to get to know people. And here's the thing. If I can help you, I'll tell you. And if I can't help you, I'll tell you if you're my sister or my best friend, what step I would take or what direction I would go. I really enjoy those conversations. I love even, because here's the scoop. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'd like to, but I mean, there's a vulnerability in it, right? There's like, I've tried this. I've spent all this money. Like, does he really know what he's doing? And that's why I try to just take the financial component out of that first call. Because what we find is when people have a chance to talk to us and we can hear their story. We have a, we have a short questionnaire that we have you fill out just so I can understand who you are, what you got going on, where you've been, how you've gotten there. And then we can just have a really good conversation about whether it's a good fit to move forward. So drgreg.health, and we'll put that in the comments in the, and in the podcast notes so you can reach out to him. If you have been ev- tried everything under the sun, um, you're perfect fit for him. So go check it out, drgreg.health. And I have referred people over his way. So thank you so much, Dr. Greg, for joining us. Any last things about, last piece of advice about the first step to take or whatever in regards to Lyme disease specifically? There's hope. There's hope. We have a lot of people that that cross our paths that have lost hope. And, and if that's you, my heart truly goes out to you. I get it. And you're not alone and you're not crazy. What I'm asking is, is, um, is also, we're not done. Don't throw in the towel. You're worth it. You're worth it. And what I, what I would hope is that if you're a supporter, a spouse listening to this, that you can be an encourager, that you can give a nudge, that you can say, hey, I know we've done a lot. We've maybe spent a lot. Maybe I haven't always been the kindest on this journey. And I love you and you deserve this. So I just want to speak to your soul. That's my heart here is just... Because if you, have, if you have an ounce of hope, then we have something to build upon. Amen. That's what we do, him and I, in the functional medicine world. We provide hope. I always say, I take your normal labs and I convert them into answers, healing, and hope, even when they're normal. Right. That's so Thank good. Thank you, Dr. Greg. I'm super grateful. I, I, I love our friendship. I love our, our camaraderie. You and I both think it about... 5,000 miles an hour. So it's good to build a bounce. (laughs) (laughs) I just wish you didn't move from Utah out of Utah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. So just super grateful for the opportunity. Thanks. My history with Dr. Greg goes back to a Friday afternoon where I wasn't supposed to be where I was and he wasn't supposed to be where he was and our courses collided. And ever since then, he's helped me get to where I am and now we help each other from a patient and a business standpoint. So I hope you enjoyed what doctors aren't telling you about Lyme disease, what they don't understand from this conversation. And if you're ready to dive in deep with him, reach out. The website will be below. If you're ready to jump inside the membership with me, come join us and start healing beyond the diagnosis. And I will see you on the inside.